1: Terms and conditions
2: apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tirec.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension? Just to name a few, everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, that's way tire buying
3: should be.
2: How you doing, folks? You got to check out the latest science on world of sports, Bet better sports book. The trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21, present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, stop me if you heard this before, but the Lakers lost again. You're like, no way. Way. Completely way. No question way. Yeah, they lost again. It did, in fact, happen. Um... So, the Lakers lost again, and many people are wondering, all right, is LeBron waving the white flag? Here's LeBron James.
4: What is your level of
2: confidence right now that you guys will be able to figure out the things that you're talking about?
3: Because we still have games to play. You gotta Until you stump me out, cut my head off, bury me 12 feet under, then I got a chance. So, that's my confidence. You know, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, we got to come in and win ball games, and we got to play better, but... As long as we got more games to play, we still have a chance. So that's my confidence. You know, I hate losing. I feel like poop right now. But tomorrow is a new day, and I'm going to be prepared and ready for for the Clippers on Thursday. But that's that's my mindset. That's just who I am.
2: He feels like poop right now. Um, Until you cut off my head and bury me 12 feet under.
3: Bury me 12 feet under
2: somebody want to tell him it's six feet under anybody who's cutting off his head i understand he's just drawing an analogy like you know i will never stop fighting you know right what's that what's the army chant they do and then i get up i get up i'm gonna fight some more and then i'm gonna bleed a little right you guys ever heard that the the army chant that they do army cheer that they do
5: you know? It sounds familiar, yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. not Semper Fives. It's whatever the Army is No,
2: in. no. It's I think it's from the army, and and it's uh and and I'm gonna and I'm gonna bleed, you know. I'm gonna bleed some more, and then I'm gonna get up. I I can't remember what the name of the 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 chant is for the army. Buyer, do you do you have any idea? Nothing. But Jeff Monkin, who's the football coach, you know. Um, he did. He let. He let him in the. He let him in the champ. Right. I'm gonna fight till I can't fight no more, and I'm gonna lay down and bleed a while. Then I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna fight some more. That's basically what LeBron James is saying. But the 12 feet under is kind of odd.
5: Oh, I got it. the sign of brotherhood. Army West Point Athletics. I'm gonna fight till I can't fight no more. Lay me down and I'll bleed a while. Then I'll I'll rise up and fight some more. Is that right. what you just said? Yes. <laughs> nice work.
2: Yes. Yes. What did you say, Ramos? I was asking Jason. He says something here, and I don't know what this means.
3: Because we still have games to play. You got to until you stump me out. Stump me
2: out? Is that what he said? I don't stump know. What, me out. Stunt, stump. What does that mean? Stump. I don't know. I think he meant stomp me out. Okay, <laughs> a bad, this not just, a he lot of good. <laughs> it, was, it was doing the. He was doing the Belushi in. Uh, oh man, in the Animal House. Yep. There's right? not
4: a lot of good statements that are not correct.
2: Right? Like, was it over when the Germans bro- bombed Pearl Harbor? You know, he's on a, You know, don't stop me. He's on a roll.
6: I can feel for him though. There are times when there's a word where I've probably used a hundred oh,
5: times. Oh no question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. If you if you speak uh you know every day like he does, you're gonna say things wrong, but I mean that that sound bite right there between stump me out and twelve feet under and then poop, that was just a lot in one <laughs> soundbite, wasn't it? There's a lot of stuff going on there.
3: No question. Until we still have games to play? Yes. You know, until you stump me out. Cut my head off, bury me twelve feet under, them. stump
2: me out. I don't know what stump me out is. Cut I think you're right. I think it is stomp. I think he stomp me. I think he, he stomp. Yeah. Like like I, we like everybody's like uh-huh, I got I got I got it, I got it. You out, <laughs> till you stomp me out. Till till you, you cut off my head, you bury me twelve feet under. Doesn't he mean six? Like I don't know. Just he's on a roll. Just let him go with it. We'd all agree the Lakers are done though. Like do the Lakers feel done. Or do they feel yes. like with Anthony Davis, like cooked. I just, I yeah, I, they feel cooked. And I and and look, it's one of those. And, and this may sound harsh. I love what what happens. We have we have mostly. I, I here's how I view the world. It's like fringe politics. I don't engage in fringe politics because I don't think most people really believe in the fringes. Although the fringes yell so loud, they make you they make you think that's how everybody thinks, and that's not the reality of it. It's the same thing with sports, like these fringe sports takes. Like LeBron's not a bum. I don't view him as the greatest ever. It's something more along the lines of he's he, he's inarguably one of the all-time greats. The argument will be will be where would you rank him? All right. So I'm I'm a realist. I'm a radical centrist. But we do have a percentage of idiots to listen to the show. I can't I can't I can't do a, a some sort of IQ test. You know, you get people like, how dare you? Don't ever talk about Kobe Bryant ever again if you don't think he's a top-ten player of all time. Like, okay, so, like, let's go through the list, and it's a little bit harder than you think. It was never Kobe's league. Uh, he, he was the MVP one year. It was never his league. Was he one of the best players in the league? Absolutely. Was one year he the best player in the league? Fine. It was never Kobe's league. It has absolutely has been LeBron's league, Bird's league, Magic's league, Jordan's League. And I would say Kareem, although I'm be honest with you, I wasn't old enough to really remember when he was prime Kareem, but there's no arguing the six MVPs and the all time lean score. You go before that, and yeah, it was Wilt's League. I just don't know if you include him in this or Bill Russell in this. I don't I don't know how you do that. But you get people who you say He's not the greatest ever. And you're like, you think he sucks. Like, no, I didn't. I said I don't think he's the greatest player ever. Yes, Ramos. Oh, it was at you Yes, Byron?
6: it was it was me, Doug. And it was on your point about the Lakers being cooked. And I'm sorry if you're still talking yeah. about but the 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 fact of the matter is, even if the Lakers weren't cooked, I don't think that they're better than Golden State or Phoenix. Even if the Lakers were if it was A D and LeBron, I and they were they were playing at what we feel is Max or what actually is their Max I don't think that they win those series against those two teams
2: I don't think they're better than Denver yeah. and, and, De- and Denver might get Jamal Murray back
6: yeah so it's not even a, a, a fact of this is kind of what's you know like what happens it's or like is this team cooked now it's even if they were good I don't think that they're better than you know at least I think Golden State and Phoenix
2: yeah uh, well look I I here's what I I truly believe about LeBron Okay. I think some of like even some of the mumbo jumbo with the word stuff just no one ever has called him on this stuff. So he's able to make it's like the you remember when he had the Muhammad Ali book and like what's your favorite book part of the book and it was pretty obvious he hadn't read it yet. You know like people don't like call him on his stuff because nobody wants to embarrass somebody else but sometimes you just say things. But I, I don't think anybody called him on what he did in Cleveland and the damage that it did back to his team. The story getting out that they want, that he and his team wanted them to trade Russell Westbrook. Like, look, it doesn't matter what conversation you have with Russell Westbrook. It doesn't. That relationship, as basketball relationship, feels like it's over. Right? Russell came in, they met, you defended him, he wouldn't play well, you defended him. But then you're going kind of behind his back through your agent, trying to get him traded for John Wall. There's no way Russell ever forgives you for that. Ever. Ever. Right? So then the rest of the team has to be sitting there going like, well, if Russ is his boy and that's how he feels about Russ, how about me? And the guys that don't feel that way, well, they're not good enough anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, And then all the talk of a year and a half from now, whereas had he simply, when he went to Cleveland, simply had that mantra, okay? Had he simply said that, like, look, I, 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 they're going to have to bury me on the court 12 feet under. I'm so like, wait, don't you mean six? No, 12 feet under. Because we're going to make the playoffs and we're going to win playoff series and we're going to make a run here, you know, because that's what I believe in. That's how we fight all of those things. Had he simply said that in Cleveland and not let all this other stuff come out, I think they'd be in a much better place. But they looked like a team who's, who felt like their best player had quit on them. No matter what you say, it's, you know... It, it, it's just a feeling you get off it. And now that he's saying it, it feels a little too late. It's a little too late. Uh, Doc Robert 333 says, uh, we have a chance until I'm diced into bite-sized chunks, battered, deep fried, and buried 36 feet deep. I like that one. You know what he could have done? If you really want to connect with people, you know what he should have done? Um, are any of you guys Waffle House experts? No. anybody, huh? I'm not. No. Really. So if I said, you know, uh, if if I said, all right, well, he's um, he sliced, diced, chunked. W- nothing. Nothing. You would do nothing for you. <laughs> no. You buyer.
6: No. Sorry.
2: What about scattered? That's scattered. Mm. No. So each. <laughs> Each word, each word means something different, right? So there's uh, smothered means sautéed with onions. Covered has melted American cheese. Chunked has chunks of ham. Diced, diced tomatoes. Peppered, that's uh, spicy jalapeno peppers, I believe. Capped means they put uh, some mushrooms on it. Topped uh, means they put like, I think they put chili on it. Country means they put country gravy on it. So if it was me I would do sliced, diced, peppered and uh, uh chunked and covered. Right? So had he said, had LeBron James said, man, until I'm smothered, covered, chunked, diced and peppered, I still got games to play. No, nothing. It would re- anybody who loves anybody who loves Waffle House would relate to you. Do they just sell uh, waffles there? Hold on, Chad, help, help me out here, buyer. <laughs> no, they they don't sell that's that's, that's not even point. waffles. That's 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 hash browns. Oh, okay. Um Chad says, "Doug, it absolutely was Kobe's league when he was in his prime." What year would that be? I would like somebody to, to tell me what year it was that uh that it was Kobe's league, that that everything went through him. He was the best player in the league. Yeah. Kobe Bryant in in 2007, 2006, 2007, was the most valuable player. Okay, the most valuable player. It was Kevin Durant's rookie year. Uh, Chris Paul that year, averaged 11 assists. Dwight Howard led the league in rebounds. And I think he was second in block shots. But I got to tell you, I don't think it was the next year. LeBron James was the MVP. Like, that's the thing. Like, Kobe was great for a long time. Remember, Dirk Nowitzki was arguably the best offensive scorer in the league for a while. Kevin Durant was coming of age, and uh, LeBron James was coming of age. And, you know, and Steve Nash was still in the league. LeBron was in the league. Like I, I can't remember a time when you'd say absolutely, positively, the best player in the league, and the league went through him. That that, that just didn't happen. Just didn't happen. It doesn't mean that Kobe wasn't great, but a lot of a lot of what people are reacting to now uh, is how Kobe is viewed now post mortem. How Kobe is viewed because of the like even the sixty point game. If you would ask, if Kobe was alive today, he would tell you, "I was terrible that year. He should not have been playing. He filmed the entire year. There's all these cameras. There's all these shots and footage, and it." The 60 points wasn't just amazing. It was amazing because he was awful that year. Awful. And this goes back on, you know, when he tore his Achilles tendon. So his last three years were kind of a wash. They were not good years. Previous to that, he was a great player. And he led them to two titles on his own, you know, with Pau Gasol and Ron Artest. And, but, but this the, the aggrandizing... Of Kobe Bryant and the overinflation of his standing in the league. Like, I, those of us who covered sports, who played the sport, who lived in it, like, he was awesome. Awesome. Without any question, one of the all-time greats. You want to argue top 10? We can have an argument of it. It's uh, What I've always said is inarguable top 20 player to ever play basketball. I'm okay with that. Be
1: sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field
8: Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a good day, man. Things good for you? Good. We care. Check out the latest lines. This is World of Sports, the Sports Sportsbook. Better is the trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21, must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, the whole world waits on one man. Who is that man? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, right? Because Denver, I mean, they hired Nathaniel Hackett. It's pretty obvious they want Aaron Rodgers, but They're not going to be able to make a move until they know on Aaron Rodgers. I think the same could be said for the Steelers, the Browns, the Colts. You name the team that needs a quarterback and they got to keep an eye. Because if Aaron Rodgers doesn't leave, now all of a sudden, well, can you make a move for Russell Wilson? Brian Goodenkunst is the general manager of the Packers. He had this to say when he was asked if rival general managers have reached out. Not at all.
3: Not at all. Not a single person.
2: Not a single person has reached out. Now, the other reports are that people have reached out, only he hasn't picked up the phone. So, which is, it is kind of hard to tell. Kind of hard to tell. My, my guess is that, yeah, you can't you can't have conversations with people if you're not actually on the phone with them. Right? Bayer, do you believe him? Do you believe that no one has reached out? No one has made an offer.
6: No, I don't believe him. I don't believe that the phone call lasted very long, um, but I don't believe that's the case because mm-hmm. I don't think that the other GMs would be doing their due diligence if they didn't at least make a call.
2: Correct. I. I I'm. That's something that I'm always with you on, and that doesn't mean whether or not it's a, it's a it's a player it's a coach you're trying to hire a coach like look if you have somebody who's your dream candidate you got to at least ask right you're at a bar you're sitting next to a couple couple seats over is a beautiful woman you got to at least ask or sit down next to sure. strike up a conversation just try shoot your shot yep yeah so <laughs> i love this some guy god's child ask nba players i'm sure more players fear Kobe, then LeBron. Huh? Uh, okay. I mean, look, if you're going to do top 10 all-time players and you're going to talk about Kobe Bryant, you know what else you need to talk about? Kevin Durant. Like, no. I mean, I even saw the screaming match on uh, the other channel today where they're, you know, where Mad Dog Russo is like, would you, would you take a Oh, yeah, we did. Take Steph Curry. Like, look, dude, I don't know how to tell you this. Okay. But in this era, in this era, Steph Curry is a dominant player. The sport has changed, has changed. And so they're doing this like if you had one one series, who would you take? Like, Kareem is at all-time it's it's why these list things are so stupid like who would you rather have I don't know but the sport has completely changed now from where it was 30 years ago so you're comparing are you putting Kareem in 2022 or are we only playing him in his era so uh, that one's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio um man there's a lot of stuff going on this Terrible story at Stanford. Do you see the story, Byer? This is awful. Uh, Stanford star, star uh, goalie on their women's soccer team apparently has passed away at the age of 22. She committed suicide. Like, ugh. Ugh. Just terrible, terrible, terrible news. Uh, we got NBA stuff to get to. Is, uh, Kevin Durant is expected to return from injury. So it does look like... The Brooklyn Nets are getting closer to being back at full strength. And as soon we'll see Ben Simmons as well. That's going to be, that'll be at least an interesting team to watch. And then, you know, look, as we get ready for, um, we get ready for the NFL's wild offseason, I would challenge you to tell me that there's a player whose decision matters more than Aaron Rodgers. Because Denver thinks they got a shot, right? And then there's all kinds of other teams that are sitting there going like, you know, I mean, I'm sure the Philadelphia Eagles, they have the best potential package for the Packers. If Aaron Rodgers decides, I don't want to do this anymore in Green Bay, I want something new. And even if the Packers don't want them, trade them within the NFC. You know, the idea of three or four first-round picks for a franchise that has always wanted to build from within, and if it's not the Philadelphia Eagles to the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers decides to stay in Green Bay, well, then who's next? Th- then there's Russell Wilson, and what's interesting about Wilson is what you what you heard from Pete Carroll sounded like well, they're keeping him, but but listen closer, bro, have that sound, sound bite real quick. Th- this listen closer, he said. Because nothing what they say really matters, but he didn't close the door on having conversations about trading him. This is Pete Carroll. You know, there's conversations about everybody. We talk about everybody. And that's
5: commonplace for us to have conversations with teams about all of the players, particularly marquee players. And that's not changed. It's been the same every year we've been here. So it's the same as it's been. We have no intention of making any, any move there. Uh, but the conversations, John has to feel those he always has.
2: Uh, but nothing specific to, to that. Uh, He always fields questions about his uh, superstar quarterback, right? Always, always, always. Andrew Brandt joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox. Oh, we're still struggling with him? Okay. Okay. We'll get to Andrew Brandt. We're struggling. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues, works with you to resolve them. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. J Stu, you got a question? Just watching uh,
5: the TVs today, has the... Has the Combine ever been this covered? In other words, uh, the NFL Network obviously is there. ESPN is there. There seems to be op- pl- planned press conferences, entire TV shows. Like, I just don't remember the Combine being this well covered. It's always been kind of a thing where you knew where everyone was, so you sent the reporters. I just don't remember such a uh, a theatrical media event. Do you?
2: Mm. Yeah, it's gotten bigger and bigger over time. And and what's interesting about it being a more theatrical media event than it's ever been is when I talk to NFL people, they believe it's far less productive for them than it's ever been. Seems like it, right?
6: I covered yeah. one of these ones. Tell us. It was awful. It was atrocious. Because in this in Jason's right to the fact of it's been a you know, a bigger spectacle. The year that it was about a decade ago, it was nine years ago. I cover the worst draft class that we've seen in a long time, but it was 2013. The biggest story was Manti Teo and him, him talking about uh, what happened with uh, the imaginary girlfriend. But there were no top prospects, but you don't even get to talk to the prospects when in. They work out two days after you talk to them. So you can't say, hey, what happened to the 40? Or were you happy with your 40 time? Because they hadn't run them yet. There was like two days in advance. The actual reason that you were there was to the point that Jason was making, and Doug, as you were saying, it's gotten bigger and bigger, is where all the head coaches and GMs actually are available to the media. And it's just, it's one right after the other. They have a full list of, you know, Pete Carroll talks here, then Matt LaFleur will talk 30 minutes later on this podium. And it's set up more as a media thing thing now but previously they just threw you in like one of the suites at Lucas Oil Stadium and that was kind of like the work area and coaches would be in and out but yeah it's it's crazy but it's just a full on uh information gathering it's not even like you're watching the combine you only had the ability to check out a few workouts that were going on and again the players that were working out you would talk to 2 days prior yeah it's more about drinking and eating at night, it seems like, more than anything.
2: Yes, but that's, it, you You know, it's it still has that where guys are, you know, guys look, lower level of guys looking for jobs and whatever, and it's a great, you know, mar, uh, it's, it's great in terms of, uh, what's the connections, what's the... Networking? Networking. It's a great networking, but I just heard it's less and less productive. Just the more, the bigger it gets, the less it becomes really about what it used to be about, and... Um, and look, all these guys if you're going to draft. You're going to go to their 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 own pro days. You know, you're going to go. You're going to have them on at, at your facility anyway if you really want them. Yeah. So it it does feel like it's getting less and less productive as as you point out. It's being more and more covered.
6: I actually feel that the NFL may have may have missed the boat on this because. As we know in LA and the Super Bowls that we've covered, there's the thing that they call the NFL experience or the Super Bowl experience where there's a lot of stuff for fans in that city to go and attend if you're obviously not going to the game. All of those things that you would see at that event are actually moved around and were moved to the Combine a few years back. So you actually had in Indianapolis a place for NFL player or NFL fans to go with the Combine in town where you could do some of those fun things. But to your point about the importance of this you know, with the NFL not letting fans in to watch these workouts, um, and now it seems like a pro day seems to be a little bit more interesting. Or it, it was the other way around previously because the pro day always seemed to be slanted towards the player, and the combine was more of the neutral, real setting. It just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like that's the case anymore. And now, if coaches aren't showing up, and if top players aren't showing up, you're kind of wondering what's the, the point of even having the combine.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, now the, it's it's simply to promote the league. Right?
6: Yeah, but for guys like if you're if you're a top quarterback and you're not going to throw, um, if you're Sean McVay and you're saying we don't need to go, you know, we want to do our own thing, you know, more and more you're going to see that and it's going to be less and less of an appealing thing. I thought maybe like three or four years ago you had an opportunity to really cash in about you know on it, and it's going to move around. Remember that we expect it to to move around in the upcoming years. I just wait. They're moving,
2: they're moving the combine. Yeah, I think the Combine was staying. It's the draft that's moving around. Yeah,
6: no, the draft's been moving around, but the Combine will be moving around as well.
5: Wow. I saw where Green Bay is in the mix, right? That's a for weird one. For the draft.
6: Right? For the draft. Oh, draft. for the yeah. draft. Okay. But the Combine was, its uh, I think it's Indy, L.A. or Dallas that will host it.
2: Well, and those make sense because now they're domes, but they, they're kind of one-stop shopping inside there. They got everything you need inside there anyway. The Dallas one's hard because the there are hotels close but it's a, whereas the, the reason indie makes so much sense is restaurants, bars, hotels, all walking distance. They've had it forever. It, yeah, it just makes it makes a ton of sense. So so what you're saying, Dan, is I don't need a day pass if this comes through L.A.
6: <laughs> no, John does not need to show okay. up on a random Tuesday. Sorry. Thank you. Yes. And food is not warranted or welcomed on the uh, stages at the combine. Well, you if, you,
2: see, if you do eat food,
6: just pick up after yourself.
2: So. See, what what they're doing is they're 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 making fun of me. Is what <laughs> no, they're doing. Oh no, no,
8: no. We're no, making you're, making else, rib- you're making fun of me. I know what you're making fun
2: of. So here here's what happened. We're at the we're at the Super Bowl, okay, which is, you know, right down the street from us. Right? We're at the Super Bowl and um we were starving hungry. And I don't know if it was this day so the way the Super Bowl works is because Dan Patrick was he, he was somewhere else. I don't know where. I, I don't know where their set was. And Colin was on the Fox lot. There's nobody on. We have an incredible set, and we have the first show on that set, right? So it starts at noon local time. Well, Super Bowl week, you got to get there pretty early. Um, you know, nine o'clock usually in the morning is about right, which means you got to leave like where I live, from where the Super Bowl, like it's it's like an hour just to be safe. Right, so you leave it at eight. You get a cup of coffee, you roll in, and they had a couple of things, but generally the eating there was terrible. The best food setup for Radio Row in my life was Minneapolis. Now, part of it was it was in a mall, and it was right next to the food court in the mall. But also the food court in the mall was pretty good there in Minneapolis, too. It wasn't just hot dog on a stick in Starbucks, right? They had other stuff, but the Starbucks being there was money. Anyway, anyway. Um, and you know, with security, with it, with there being no restaurants close, every like we're starving, hungry. So, I, you know, whip out the the Discover card and order the guys some food from uh, was it yard house? Is that where we ate from? Yes. Okay, yeah, you were very generous, very generous, by the way. Uh, don't worry, I expensed it anyway. So I'm kidding. I did not. <laughs> <it>. So. <laughs> so, he, so uh, so, uh, uh, you didn't listen. expense it. You didn't. I, I didn't. I did Okay. There, there's definitely a credit card joke in there that, that people can tell it was uh. my credit card that we used. Don't worry. So, so we're, so you're like eating, but you're on tape. Some of your interviews are on tape. Like you're just trying to get it all done. And the show was starting live in a couple of minutes. So. You know, we got a couple of pieces of food up there. Man, we got chastised. Like, do you know how much this desk costs? It's like, do you know how hungry I am? I was was hungry. I was hungry enough to eat the south end of a northbound bull. That's how hungry I was. (laughs) So you're not making fun (laughs) of me, but you are making fun of me because – I make a bit of a mess, and I left a little bit of a mess on the table, and we got chastised for it.
5: I, I think what happened was, um, you know, we, we fell into the old habit. You know, we, we basically treated the, the stage, the set, that cost a lot of money to make, and that's, yeah. you know, fronting Fox Sports Radio, we kind of treated it like a radio studio. You know, we just kind of did what we did, ate around, and left some napkins here and there. So uh, it just wasn't it wasn't great for the look.
2: But, well, uh, you know, we did. Everybody else says make yourself at home, right? So I get into my <laughs> underwear and start scratching myself and watching ball on TV. They're like, yeah, that's too much at home. That's too much at home. I heard, I heard a little chortle, a little laugh there from Bayer.
6: <laughs> oh, great times. I know it's a bit inside, but got to clean up after yourself. You know? Wait
2: till you hear what Chris Greer said about the possibility of Deshaun Watson coming to Miami. It's next. Oh, this is good. Juicy. Let's get to the press. The press. The press is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero turn lawnmowers. And for us, Weekend Joes, Hustler Turf has a full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com. That's HustlerTurf.com. Dan Beyer, what do you got? Doug, if Deshaun
6: Watson has moved this offseason, don't expect him to go to the Miami Dolphins. Do tell. Dolphins GM Chris Greer telling reporters at the Combine today that the door is shut on Watson coming to South Florida. Mm. Closed. Not going to happen. Yes,
2: closed. Doesn't mean that they're all in on Tua Tagovailoa, by by the way. just means that Deshaun Watson's not going to happen.
6: Greer also said that the Dolphins did reach out to the Saints about Sean Payton's availability but the uh, or reach out to Payton about it but the Saints blocked any possible move so the Saints weren't mm-hmm. going to let Payton go to the Dolphins
2: no they they still own his rights and so he's not going anywhere uh, I don't expect him to go to the, to the Cowboys uh, as well like the Saints hold that you have to trade something in return you have to have them give up those rights
6: Uh, As for Tom Brady, which will allow me to transition to a Brady story, Uh Greer said that they had no conversations about adding Tom Brady, who recently retired, but Fred Couples had Brady on his SiriusXM radio show talking some golf. And Brady said that he's spent some time with his family over the last five weeks. And he decided he hates
2: them and he wants to go back to playing.
6: <laughs> says there'll be a lot more of that. Says he likes staying busy. He's been playing golf. He's actually um, going to be. I hope. I hope his mom's not listening uh, to us or SiriusXM not because at all. he says he's going to go and surprise his mom and he's going to sleep in his own bed that he grew up in in uh, in the Bay Area. So he's going to be doing that and playing some golf over the next few days, more family time, and then said he'll figure out where we go from there.
2: Huh. All right. So he's, you know, he's like, sleep in his own bed is an interesting one, right? Yes. Yes. Well, Do you the think bet? he has like, NFL uh-huh. sheets? You know? Ah. <laughs> 49ers sheets? <laughs> yeah.
6: Maybe only 28 teams. You know, prior (laughs) to expansion.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Like, where's the Jaguars and the Panthers? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oilers? What are they all about? Wait, the Cardinals in St. Louis? That's a baseball team.
6: That doesn't make much sense. Nope. Fred Couples. uh, Not at all. While everybody wants to be Tom Brady, uh, everybody also wants to be Fred Couples. So, good pairing that you've got with those two there. Cardinals did give head coach Cliff Kingsbury and GM Steve Kahn contract extensions that run through 2027.
2: Yeah, the big question is what happens now to Kyler Murray? I think nothing. Different contracts, different situations.
6: Doug in the NBA, Kevin Durant going to be back for the Nets tomorrow. Not even on the team's injury report as they face the team right now that's atop the Eastern Conference, of the Miami Heat. As for Ben Simmons, ESPN quoting sources, and that source being Rich Paul, that Simmons is now considered week to week and is not sure if Simmons will be back in the month of March.
2: Sweep the lick. Hmm. Week to week, not sure he's. Been, like, when are they going Why isn't he ready to play?
6: We're I don't have an answer. Rich Paul doesn't either. 100%. Maybe he does. He's just not giving it to us. Exactly. Thanks, exactly. LeVar. Uh, Pelicans forward Zion Williamson's foot showing improvement. Uh, Shams had that with The Athletic. He'll now progress to full weight-bearing exercises and basketball activities.
2: Well, how much weight will he be bearing? That's the big question. Uh, oh. hey. Roger that. But that's, that's, that's a real question. Been... Right, and how much weight will he be buried? Johnson is out.
6: Whoa! Johnson's out? Johnson's out. I did not have this. Yeah. Yeah. Monsi, did you know that Johnson's out? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Monsi Bolaños, newest Fox Sports Radio anchor. You'll be hearing her very, very soon. Fox Sports Radio airwaves. Buffalo Bills may be interested in one Rob Gronkowski. Uh, forgot to throw that NFL note in there. The Athletic Roger says that. if Gronk wants to come back, that the uh, Bills would be uh, interested. They had an interest in him last year as well. Right. Tim Graham with The Athletic having that one. But, the uh, yeah, Bills and Gronk could be a match.
2: That would be amazing. If he played for every team except the Jets and the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, he's like, I'm going to go play for Miami. I'm going to go, like, I'll just skip. Like, that would be. Why? I Supposedly, Gronk's whole thing is, like, he hadn't spent a penny of his salary. Why is he still playing?
6: I just want him to stop scamming USAA again.
8: No.
6: <laughs> man. Like, right. Nobody says anything. Right? Right. You know? He's trying to right. get Frank to get him right. in. Seriously. Tries to yeah. fool that Totally. He's that lady. guy. Yeah. He's that Robert. guy.
2: Everybody has that guy who's their friend. He's like, yo, man, can you hook me up? What's your
6: member number? And he's
2: like yeah. 87. Like, basically, basically, he's the, he, he's the armed forces version of guy who wants your Netflix password guy yeah right.
6: John can you beat me here because it's complete bull you know I mean that it is it is it's complete bull what he is uh what he's doing
2: Uh, and then stand by that's the the press hey get out there and press that was the press Woo, good one good one right all right got some college hoop games getting closer and closer to uh uh to to having Kevin Durant back you know so Good stuff. Yes, we do think that LeBron and the Lakers are cooked, whether he's six or 12 feet under, whether their season is six or 12 feet under when they're done. Baseball, all the players want to blame somebody else. Probably somebody else's fault, but nobody cares. And, of course, we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers. This is the Doug Outlip Show.